Great, Steve. So I appreciate having the time to chat to you. I noticed you've been doing some great things. You've got a bit of history with some of my material. So take us through. When, when, when did you first get exposed to it and what, what, uh, what happened with your training? To stuff uh, was uh, when I first in my in my late teens actually I um, you know read Men's Health magazine because that's kind of the, uh, the flashy stuff that you see when you're at the grocery store and uh, through that I was actually exposed to the um, the Book of Muscle so um, I uh, I got the Book of Muscle and um, I did the uh, beginner program. And at that time, I just uh, I found it to be like a really good workout. It felt good, and I a lot of the kind of um, the uh, men's health style uh, workouts that I've been kind of you know doing before, like you know the six weeks to big biceps or you know four weeks to you know rock hard delts or something like that. Um, those weren't really working for me. But after I did the, uh, I remember after I did the uh, beginner uh, cycle for the book of muscle, I actually started seeing some good results. Um, back then I was a, maybe a little bit more concerned about aesthetics than, uh, than anything, but, uh, I thought, you know, good results of my, uh, I got wider, you know, my shoulders were wider, my, my thighs were thicker, everyone, everyone, and, uh, other people kind of took note. And the other thing too, is that I felt, uh, I felt great. Like I didn't, I wasn't injured. Um, it was a good program. So from the book of muscle, I, I did the, um, intermediate program and I did the advanced program. Uh, you know, things kind of kept going well for me. And uh, after that, then I, um, after I was done those programs, I kind of started uh, um, looking at some of your other material. And uh, that's how I got into the, um, the Get Buffed series of, uh, of uh, books that you have. And I worked through um, the uh, Get Buffed 1 and the uh, Get Buffed 2 um, books. And uh, again, you know, good, great results. Couldn't have been happier. But, uh, but after that, I kind of, you know, I, um, I mentioned, uh, some of the correspondence, but, uh, I have a bit of a military background as well. So, um, in the military community, they really promote the, you know, CrossFit style training. So I got to, I, I deviated a little bit and I started doing, um, some more CrossFit style, uh, stuff. And it wasn't actually too long into that before I got, uh, um, Serious, uh, a little serious lower back injury that actually uh, kind of a chronic injury that I've dealt with over the last couple of years, and um, so I've had uh, I've had an ongoing lower back injury, and it, it was getting to a point where I could, um, you know, I could train, I, I rehabilitated to a point where I could train, and then a couple months would go by, and then something would tweak it again, and I'd be out for another couple of weeks or you know months, and I'd have to rehabilitate it came back from um, some uh, military training over the summer, I thought that uh, I'd, give, I'd return to your, your program because I'd, I'd have the, you know, the most injury-free results. Um, and uh, I started to, I thought I'd start with the stretching. I purchased the stretching video online. I thought I'd start with that. And um, because, you know, a big cornerstone here program is injury rehabilitation. And uh, I immediately had some um, good results. And from there, I kind of started uh, getting into the uh, your injury rehabilitation series of uh, DVDs, and I've had good results on that. And so now I'm just kind of working through um, uh, a couple of months here, just kind of focusing on uh, injury rehabilitation, actually relearning um, some of my, my squats and deadlifts, 
uh, with pretty much minimal to no weight and uh, just kind of getting my movement patterns down again so that uh, I can have some uh, better training success in the long term. Well, that's a great story, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. So there's a lot of different training methods available, a lot of different books, etc., in the marketplace, and there's a lot of temptations to go off and do different things. Is that something you – know, how does the average person in the marketplace – come back to something like uh, you've done I mean I guess they've got to find it in the first place you're pretty lucky to have found the, the book of muscle and then move on to the get buff program I guess the average person is just not going to find it yeah no that's a, that's a different thing I feel I definitely feel uh, quite lucky to be honest with you to um, to uh, you know have to uh, come across your material because you know I, and you've mentioned this before like in, you know your, your blog posts and all that you know with the the uh, motivations of some of the fitness industry and all that, but a lot of it, a lot of the stuff that uh, is, is put out there, you kind of have to sort through. You know, you have to sort through yourself, and and unfortunately for me, I sorted the sorted through things and through application to my own life, realized it didn't work by getting injured, having injury issues, and um, again, I, I remember there's a there's I think um, near the end of the program. Uh, at the after or after all the programs in the book of muscle, um, I think there was something written by yourself uh, where that went somewhere along the line. You know, this is the, you know, you can go on and do other programs, but this the, the book of muscle program is meant to be standard to which you can measure all other programs. And I found that definitely was the case for me. The uh, programming that um, you know that you put together and the information that you put together um, through through my own trial and error. Unfortunately, I just should have just should have. Uh, Stuck with you from the from the get go, but through my own trial and error, I definitely found it's gold standard to which uh, I can measure uh, everything else. And the um, the uh, whole focus on injury uh, rehabilitation or injury prevention from, from the onset uh, is definitely a good. You know, it's a great cornerstone that's really helped me in my training career. And to your credit, you found the material, and you know, as you, as you worked out, it's it's not only effective for your your training outcomes, but it's also effective from Joint health and, and quality of life, longevity moving forwards, and that's not a that's not a mistake. Uh, you know, the book of muscles and the get buff were published after about twenty years of applying professionally the, the, the program design and, and and looking at the results on thousands and thousands of people. So there was a lot of um, experience, shall we say, packed into both those programs, and have certainly become uh, very impactful and very influential in the world of design. Anybody who's got any sort of uh, insights of for quality have picked on, on many picked up on many of the the traits of the those program designs because those program designs it's not by accident they they are effective and they've served so many people and we're glad to know that it served you as well so who do you serve with in, in the military well i'm at, i'm at, i uh I serve with the canadian forces right now right now i'm uh i'm still in it or i'm active reservist so uh just uh, or like a territorial army, or probably something in, in Australia for uh, for infantry unit. But uh, that's the uh, again kind of the um, the whole stand for the a lot of the culture uh, behind the military training is obviously you know CrossFit focused or, or that style of training. And uh, but I found and uh, I so there is a, a fair amount of cardio uh, cardiovascular programming that I do with my uh, my training, or that I, I did in the past. Right now, I'm, I'm kind of cycling off the cardio, so I can 
I also I've had I have had good experience in the past. I would say by um, uh, running kind of you know running training cycles as you, as you talked about where I've done strength and then I kind of do a cardio training cycle and I have done that with your programming actually and I've actually noticed um, you know the first maybe the first couple of weeks when I get back to doing you know heavy cardio or endurance exercise you feel a little bit gap but over the long term strength gains you get and the, the joint health that you get from following uh, your style of programming actually helps my uh, cardiovascular performance my endurance well, I'm very happy to be able to, to assist you in your service. I had a first-hand experience with the sort of training methods you're talking about, although it does go back a few decades. So I'm very familiar with the, the military-style training demands. And the difference, I guess, for you compared to the average person is that it's not just about strength training. You have to be able to cope with the endurance work as well as the strength work. And, and I can see where the attraction of something like CrossFit is, but there are some you know, other challenges that come with that. So there's no reason why you can't train them separately and then different periods of time, raise one up and lower the other and vice versa and other periods of training as you've effectively done. So it looks like you've also got yourself a bit of an education about how to manage your own training program. And I am guess through the, the writings in both those books. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's uh, the more the more it, your material that I get into, and, and some of the, the way you present some of it, um, you know, you really make. Um, I like how you make the individual, you know, responsible for for testing things in their own applic, you know, their own application. Um, you know, not everything works for everybody, and you don't provide kind of uh, you know broad based um, recommendations for for everybody because you know every individual is different, and. Uh, so I have taken that. I've definitely taken that advice of yours to heart, and uh, you know, tried to be things in my own training. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there was. I, I definitely do wish that I could maybe just kind of stuck a little bit closer to your uh, training methodology to get going with this Probably would have taken some time to injury prevention. Well, at least you're wiser for it. You know, you left the reservation for a while, and you got a lesson, and you come back, and you understand something that a lot of people don't quite get is that I'm not not really that interested in pretending I know your answer for everybody. In fact, it kind of hurt me to write those generic programs, but I want to give something. I've spent a lot of words, a lot of spaces in those books, educating people to make their own best decisions. I just did a seminar um, here in Toronto, I think it was yesterday, and I know some people in conditioned in the American market or the North American market just want the answers. They want people to give them the answers, and that's not my style, and I don't think it's, it's best for the human. I think it's far more effective if I stimulate you to ask questions and stimulate you to seek the answers and give you some tools to find the answers rather than doing what majority of people have fallen into, and I believe it's inappropriate and not the best way to serve someone, and that is to simply give them some answers. So the fact that you you can relate to that, the fact that you appreciate that means a lot to me because not everybody gets that. No, and it's definitely the it's definitely the more difficult way, that's for sure, because you have to take responsibility for your for your own training and you know, you have to you know, make sure that you're you're religious about things like stretching stretching and, and you know, the control drills and stuff versus just kind of jumping into Trying to you know lift the see how much you can lift underneath the bar and stuff. So it, it does take 
it takes it, it takes more work, but it's definitely one of those things that's, that's worth its weight in gold in the long run. That's for sure. Uh, and, and I like the way you've taken that responsibility. And everybody's outcomes are really their own responsibility, which is one of the many reasons I don't make a lot of noise if I'm working with an athlete and they do well. It's, it's not necessarily because of me. It's it's because they took responsibility for their outcomes. So the, the way I educate people is to to take control, take take some ownership, take responsibility, get involved in the decision making process and. And whether it's a, a positive outcome or otherwise, uh, you, you know, you own it and we learn from it. So you've shown a lot of wisdom there. You play some sport when you were a young, younger man, Sid? Yeah, I actually was a, uh, I played water polo actually for quite a number of years, um, at the international level too, as well when I was younger. But, uh, the, there wasn't maybe as much of an emphasis on strength and you know, correct conditioning mark, I think. Um, at, at that, at that, at those younger, or uh, when I was playing at those levels in my younger years. So a lot of that kind of, there was still some more, edu- I think it probably could have been uh, a little bit educated from the get-go. Um, and it would have helped me, you know, get to that stage where, again, you know, I was doing kind of the mental style of workouts for, for a year or two before I started getting I actually celebrate those years, those periods of time when elite athletes weren't given dry land training because if they received the, the way that the dry land training, the way most people are getting it, then their careers were shortened. So I, I know what you're saying, but I actually would, would have been real happy to, to see you not do it rather than do some of the, the damaging stuff that's out there. And I know every sport's got its damage and its risk, and I know – well, water polo pretty well. I've prepared a number of athletes for for a few different Olympic games in that sport, and it's a brutal sport on the shoulders. It's a, a brutal sport on the on the groin, uh, in your egg beat kick, etc. So I'm actually happy you stayed out of it. I think most weight training done or strength training done by athletes actually does them more harm than good. So in some ways, it's I think you're fortunate that you didn't try and combine the two. Well, that that is probably true. Uh, that's the kind of thing I've I've uh, some some of your advice. I probably always struggled to take to heart with the the advice on overtraining because you know before, especially being you know my age, I just turned thirty, so most of my the bulk of my training has been done you know over the past ten years, and uh, you know you always you always want to do more and. Uh, more to get faster results, I should say. But uh, that's uh, I definitely, as I mentioned before, you know, definitely when I when I when I take my time to work through your program, you know, you're at most you're training, you know, four days a week. I definitely have had uh, much better results. That's for sure. It's interesting you say that because the, the low volume approach that I take is a bit of a shock to a lot of people, and a lot of people aren't willing to give it a go. The conditioning to more training, the history of strength training in particular, um, you know, in some sectors of training, at least training publications, has been real high volume, and many athletes have been exposed to high training volume, and it's not the way I go, and you've seen the benefits. The, the emotional control that's required to keep your training volume down is actually 
as big a part of it is is anything else. And there's a great key to your success is ability to control emotion rather than training because you feel insecure that you haven't done enough. Oh yeah, absolutely. And as any, and I, you know, totally the function of, of, you know, just wanting to get more, more results quicker. That, that was, you're, you're, you're saying that the emotional control required to train last is uh, almost as much as I found totally true because there are those days, you know, where you're just like, well, you know, there's four, there's four workouts a week in the, in the get buff program, you know, maybe I could get better results if I tried to, you know, do five in a week and then I could get done quicker, et cetera. But again, kind of one of those things that I've, um, discovered in my own training as well. You just have to, just have to follow the, pro, you know, follow the programs and advice laid out and, uh, and you, you know, you do get the results. And that's kind of the thing that, uh, I really appreciate about the material that you put out. That uh, you know, I put my my trust in your programming and your your training, and uh, yeah, I've had nothing but uh, nothing but uh, good results and success uh, from it. And stuff that's not so much like, and it, it, it's a it's it's the big picture. So you know, I'm more I'm more flexible. I, you know, my the, my injuries, my uh, you know, my injuries have gotten better. So over the long term, I, I just feel a lot more positive about my. Uh, my future in strength training as well, not just, you know, the weight that I'm, that I'm uh, plotting under each bar. Well, I tell you, you're one of the fortunate few because in the massive world of numbers of people doing strength training, we're a real small, more small minority that have been exposed to my works. And I know if you stay on, on track with it and as you get a little bit older and we all age, and as your you know, your body starts to get a little bit more tired, your joints start to get a little bit more weary. You're going to really appreciate the discipline you've shown to stay on track with a more sensible training program. Because nothing better than age to teach you the lesson of what you can and you know what you should and shouldn't do. But you don't want to learn the hard way and find it's too late. So I am very happy that my works have found their way to you and served you well. You've gone on a great journey. I know there's many, many years and decades to come in your training. If there's anything, you know, if you had a question you wanted me to help with this, more than happy to answer anything you've got. But, uh, you know, the main thing for me is to say thank you to for you for sharing your time and sharing the experiences you've had using the Book of Muscle and the Get Buff Training Programs. Well, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the, the thanks for reminding me and I uh – I do. I definitely do appreciate the years and the years of work that went into your material. I do have one question for you, and it's not. There's. I mean, you've got volumes. You've answered millions of questions through your your blog and through the Nation and through your book and stuff on strength training and everything. So I, pretty much everything I've ever wondered is, is covered somewhere. But I did have one question for you with your with your experience in the in the fitness industry over the years. Is there, and this is for, for endurance training, is there an endurance, um, like a source for endurance training or for cardio training that you would, uh, you know, you hold in, in you know, high esteem at your own work or something to so kind, of, kind of like further my education I have, uh, um, you know, I've got some good sources I could uh, look into. Yeah, that is a great question because, i got to take you back a little bit. In the 1980s, the dominant paradigm being taught was that everybody had to do an aerobic base, and this is this is how you did aerobic training. And, and I, 
I tried it, I put athletes through it, and I came to the conclusion after a few years that it wasn't working. And I developed a, a different approach. And when I got more exposed to Charlie Francis a, a few years later, I noted that the similarities of our approach. But I'm even to this day, I'm still not sure where anybody has really published that. I was the first one that I saw uh, in, in writing from the late 80s and early 90s criticising uh, not in not in you know, not in a spiteful or um, you know arrogant way, but just saying, listen, it's it's not really built. It's not what it's built up to be. It's a bit of a myth, the way it was being promoted as a science or a fact. And I, I put out some pretty clear guidelines about what I called reverse periodization and, and as it relates to endurance training as well as speed training. I don't know whether the world's caught up in publication to that. I don't. I, I do know that since then there's been a few other people writing, echoing similar attitudes. So there are probably two resources that you can of mine that can give a little more guidance. Oh yeah, absolutely. One is the Foundations book. In, in the Foundations book, we touch on a little bit of the theory of endurance, uh, and the second is my endurance specialization DVD, which is a one or two day course. I, I can't remember now. Um, where we focus almost exclusively on the subject of endurance. So it gets a little bit more specific. And, and even though you're not a coach per se, I, I think that if you have a genuine interest in improving your knowledge and becoming a, a, a greater master of decision-making in the endurance training, that it would, could well serve you to get exposure to the endurance uh, specialization DVD. Now, that is um, – Restricted to sale to typical or to certain levels of the coaching program, but more than happy to make an exception for you if you send me an email and remind me of that. So uh, I'm not not able to recommend others uh, in terms of. No, that that that's fine. That's uh, I would definitely I'll definitely take that. Uh, I'll definitely take you up on that. That's a good. That's that's exactly what I was looking for. Just some you know some information that I could where I could get a little bit more into depth into. Into some endurance stuff, and if it's your, and if your material, then that's perfect. That's all the better for me. Excellent. If you ever get a chance, grab Charlie Francis or the late Charlie Francis's book, Speed Trap, because although it doesn't go into depth in endurance, it certainly gives insights into what he thought of the endurance based approach to training. And as I said, I know there's been a lot of people in the last 10 to 15 years jumping on the bandwagon saying, you know, endurance training is overrated, blah, blah, blah. But you know, they're a little bit late to the party. We come to that conclusion by the late 80s. And uh, based on real world application, and come up and, and, and devise some alternative strategies in the 90s, which are outlined in the endurance specialization. So that's something that you really benefit from getting exposed to. But Steve, really appreciate hearing your, your successes, hearing your appreciation, and knowing that there is one more person who has taken advantage of the opportunity to be exposed to what I consider to be the best training an educational material in the world. Obviously, I'm biased. Uh, it's not just for the, the training method, per se, because I, I believe I teach more of a philosophy than a method. And I wish, also want to thank you for the time. Give me up your time today. Uh, what are we? It's a beautiful, no, no. beautiful sunny day in Canada, and you've taken your time to talk to us on the phone. Mike, the pleasure's all mine, Ian. It's, uh, it's uh, been uh, an amazing opportunity to talk to you and uh, just express my, my thanks for... Uh, everything that uh, you've done for, uh, well, you know, for, I guess, for the fitness community in general, but definitely for, for my uh, my uh, fitness and strength career. So thanks very much. I well, appreciate that and look forward to 
monitoring your results moving forward. So shoot me an email anytime. Give me an update on how you're tracking and share your successes with me. It, it, it's you know, one of the biggest rewards for writing. For me, there's very limited financial reward. It's more about the impact that you have on people and you, you get to learn that when people make the effort of reaching out and giving you the feedback that you have. Well, uh, again, yeah, thanks very much. The pleasure is all mine. Thanks, Steve. We'll be talking. All right. Thanks, Ian.